Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Oklahoma Songwriters Podcast, where each week we find out just what makes our Oklahoma songwriters tick. If you've ever been interested in the process of how songs get written, or if you're a songwriter looking for tips and inspiration, then you are in the right place. I do one-on-one interviews with your favorite Oklahoma artists and dig into why and how they write their music. I'm your host, Jared Voluch, and I'm very, very happy you're here. Let's get started. Hello and welcome. Today we are joined by Jose Hernandez. And how's it going, man? It's going good. <laughs> <laughs> Long day, but going good. Yeah, man. It's been a while since I've seen you. What you uh what you been up to? Uh working a lot. Just uh working as a waiter and gigging as much as I can trying to transition into a full-time gigging state because that just sounds way more fun than waiting tables so i understand that man just trying to stay busy you know trying to write songs as much as i can and you know n- not letting the idea of like trying to like man i gotta go do this i'm not there yet to get in the way so busy 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 i get that yeah man it's been really cool i haven't been seeing you around like jj's as much but i have been keeping track of seeing you being active and like uh doing a lot of the okay session stuff yeah and it's been really cool to watch Thanks, you man. um over, especially over the last year or so you've been i feel like i've noticed a huge uptick in your like your effort or maybe or I've, i'm just really trying <laughs> i <laughs> feel like try. i'm barely holding on but like i feel like i'm trying no i miss jj's man jj's was the place for me that was uh Man, you know, I just, I love it, but I think sometimes you can love something like that and spend a lot of time in that in that area and kind of miss opportunities to go do your own thing. And I think that at that, whenever I kind of stepped back from coming as much, I used to go there every Sunday, yeah. like four years probably straight. Um, so stepping back was good because I was like, okay, now I need to make my time at, you know uh, productive so yeah you do have to change i feel like uh i get comfortable a lot and uh jj's has certainly become kind of my comfortable zone where i just kind of i go most sundays and it's just fun it's relaxed yeah. and i don't have to stress about anything it's probably the only bar that i can actually hang out in because i don't drink or oh anything. you don't oh yeah, yeah well, that's I did, used to drink a lot. <laughs> <laughs> that was half the fun, really. But oh, no, yeah. I feel you. It's it's a beautiful place. It's full of beautiful people. You'll learn a lot there. Yeah. So, you know, if you're if you're a beginning songwriter out there right now, go to JJ's. Test it out. It's a good place to be, man. Um, so for those that do not know Jose Hernandez, tell us... Uh, Tell the people a little bit about yourself. Where are you from and um, all that business? Oh, uh, ra- raised, born and raised in Oklahoma City. Uh, uh, North, like it would be like a Council and Expressway, which is not really Oklahoma City. It's more like closer to Piedmont Okay. in some ways. So yeah. it's like on the outskirts of the city. But, um, you know, I'm just raised on that side of town. And really there isn't anything to do over there except, you know, like, get drunk, get in trouble, or or play music. Yeah. <laughs> and so... That's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> For mo- most of Oklahoma, that's what yeah. it feels like. Uh, but that's... Re- I mean, you know, just been playing music since I was 16. Um, one of... I'm the oldest of four. 
don't know. That's that's pretty much it. <laughs> I like. What got you started then? Like, what made you want to pick up? And did you, was guitar your first instrument? Guitar was my first. Okay. Um, my mom says that I I used to just like drum a lot on. I used to get in trouble for just like I was very a very anxious kid, <laughs> like very, pretty anxious now, but very anxious as a kid. And so I just drum a lot on my table, and I would get in trouble. And she said that uh, I would she would get calls like that all the time, and um. So anyway, she just like kind of turned me to to an acoustic guitar uh, that my aunt my aunt was going to Mexico and she's like, hey, you know, your aunt's gonna go to Mexico. She's gonna bring you back a guitar. Is that cool? And I was like, sure. <laughs> I've never fucking played a thing. Can I cuss no. on this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> okay. yes. You can. Uh, I, I never played an instrument. So she brought me that and and I kind of messed around to it. But what really kind of set me off was watching uh, my friends play. Like I had a friend named Evan Crowley who. I was in a band, um, oh, Swedish Tragedy. There was this place uh, up in Edmond called um, Rock and Roller Rink. I don't know if you remember that. I do remember the name of it. I don't think I ever made it up there. I was always a Southside and oh, man. Norman kid. It was fun. It was well, it was fun until it wasn't. But it was a bunch of emo bands. So like you know they're playing. <laughs> you know how emo bands used to be. They just like flail about and so it just looked like fun and. So I was like, oh, yeah, I have that guitar. I better just start. And so just kind of like I just started playing. I didn't know what the hell I was doing. Um, it took a long time to figure out what I was doing. But, but yeah, that's kind of how it started. And then, I, you know, years later, obviously, like I've kind of picked up other instruments and have met a lot of cool people that have taught me a lot of good things. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. What, el- uh, what else do you play? I can play drums. Nice. I sing pretty well. Okay. And I can, <laughs> I can stay on beat. Um, bass. I've definitely messed around with bass. Some of the some of my ideas kind of come out of bass. And I'm did just, you do that on your track? Did you do your bass? Or oh did no, that, else? that was a, a better bass player. Oh, okay. I said, "Hey, <laughs> I have an idea," and he goes, "Great, I'm gonna make it better." <laughs> That's the key. Just surround yourself with better players. <laughs> yeah. Don't practice. Don't, don't bother. Don't even bother. Just, just, just get better. Make, make them go. Do the James Brown route. Um, That's perfect. Yeah, he didn't play an instrument, uh, but he knew he. He moved, and they moved with him. Um, but now, that now I'm playing piano, though. I'm learning how to play piano. Nice. It's kind of opening up a lot more for my for my head because, you know, it's it, all in front of you. Yeah, it's always helped me with uh, harmonies, being able to look at it, just boom. Mm-hmm. There's the chord, a third up, third up. Okay, wow. Yeah, you don't got to go, sh- okay, shit. Yeah, there's all no right. brain work involved. When you look like, at a guitar you transpo- chord. You got to transpose yeah. it. You can't just move down the neck. I mean, mm-hmm. you could, but it wouldn't be... A harmony, so you gotta be like, damn, I don't know. Yeah, do, 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 do. yeah, yeah. Just like one, two, okay, that's that's an A. Well, I gotta, there's the octave underneath. No, with piano, it's been really cool. It's opened up a lot of stuff. Like, uh, and I always feel like you don't have to be a pro at any of those instruments, but to understand them, I I think that's something that I've uh, I've tried to take to heart. You know, just kind of like I'm gonna try to understand as much of those instruments as I can, and you know. From there, I'll, I'll figure it out. Hell yeah. I, I mean, I feel the exact same way. I I am by no stretch of the imagination a piano player. Uh, I have much better people do that yeah, for exactly. me. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Uh, but it is something that's been super useful just in mapping my own brain to understand chords. And uh, I went to OU for a little bit. I didn't finish the degree plan because I'm yeah, you don't need not a finisher, this. really. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you and me are a lot more alike than we thought. <laughs> Great starter. 
Yeah, <laughs> terrible finisher. Probably, probably one of the best starters in the business. Uh, but no, like I, I went through my first um, year of classes and they make you learn piano. And that was one of the things where I was just like, oh, this makes everything so much more clear because it's just, it's mathematical almost when you're looking at a keyboard making chords. And it's right there. See, yeah. Oh, that's what a suspension actually looks like. And it, that's, it makes sense in your head that way. Because on a guitar, you're just like, what? I just let go of this. It just sounds cooler. Just, is this what it sounds like? <laughs> oh, I guess that's a sus. But yeah, but on piano, it's different. Yeah, yeah it's beautiful. Um, well, awesome. So you played all kinds of shit. You got to. I tried to. When did you uh, When did you start performing? Um, I started performing at the, I'd say like, my first show was a birthday party. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> That's beautiful. <laughs> it's my friend's, uh, oh man, what was her name? Lindsay, Lindsay Deal or something like that. But it was her birthday party, you know, and I'd never, I have never performed. And we were like trying to be like Link 182. Oh, yeah. And so it was just like a, a bunch of those, like, da na 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 na, da na 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 na. And so uh, it was me, a bassist, and I'm sure we sounded terrible. That was my first time performing, and it was fun. I mean, at that time, I don't think I realized, like, how fulfilling it was. But I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to take Lindsay, Lindsay Neal. I forget her freaking last name. I'm going to take her on a date now. She ended up dating somebody else later, so it doesn't really matter. Well. <laughs> she broke my heart. And yeah. then I wrote a song. And then I had to write a song. And that's where it all began. Yeah, you got your wings. Yep. I read. Or, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> so it was Lindsay why you started writing? <laughs> oh no, no. Uh, I I think it's people. I don't know. I, to be honest, I think I started writing to. Well, you know, as a I was as a kid at sixteen, seventeen, my parents were divorcing, and it was just kind of like that reckless. I'm a re rebel punk. And that kind of came with it. But I think, to be honest, I think it was just like, it was the, like a lot of us, you know? We just, we have to yeah. communicate. And maybe some of us aren't good at words as we're speaking, but we're really good at putting out an idea. Oh, yeah. I can focus on some heinous shit for plenty of time yeah. to to, com to compress that pain down into a golden nugget <laughs> of, <laughs> yeah, of you're inspiration. Doing, you're like, put yourself through so much pain, like, come on, baby, let's get that golden nugget. But uh, I think that's why. Um, other than that, to get girls. Yeah. Pretty much. There's, that's, there's, I mean, not, there's no noble. <laughs> yeah. Bob Dylan cannot tell me today. It's like, you didn't start writing because you believed in the suffering of people and the working class. You did it because you wanted to get a girl. That's oh, yeah. why we all do it. Yeah. I thought if I was good enough. She'd love you. Yeah. It's not the case. No. Never. <laughs> it never is, is it? <laughs> Why don't you have a job or money? Because I'm a musician. <laughs> and musicians don't have jobs or money. That's right. Uh, yeah. That's... No, I actually feel, I feel you on the divorce stuff. Like the, I think I was six years old when my parents split up. And then uh, writing for me was definitely tied to just a basic need of self-expression and it was something that I I had to do um I started playing saxophone it was the first thing I ever played oh wow that's amazing and uh, that's what I 
I still like to this. I use it for getting ideas out. Like it, it's a great way for harmonies because like out of all the classical instruments, a saxophone is the most closely related to the human voice and, and its capabilities and the tone. And the, That's crazy. Now that you say that, it does make sense. I've yeah. heard some people do some crazy stuff on it. Yeah. And it's like, a, yeah, it just, it always made sense to me. Um, and so I, but that wasn't enough. Like I could wail on a saxophone, but it's not the same as, like I needed to say the actual words of whatever I was feeling. And then, of course, as a teenager, you got to, there's so much. I feel pain. Yeah. God. Woe is me. Yeah. Well, yeah. Every teenager, like I had no idea that that was really a thing. I was like, my life is shit. I think that's why emo was such a big thing during that day. It was huge, man. Uh, freaking, I was talking about it with Derek uh, last week. Um. Uh. What's that group called? Uh, no, wait, no. Uh, Death Cab. Death Cab. Oh my god. They were like the. That was a quintessential. Yeah, they were. They were the cornerstone of my pain. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, I cried a lot during that, like some of those albums. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Songwriters are definitely we're we're feelers. Yeah, and I, <laughs> but at a young age, when you get to it, it's something that you, you, it's like you don't you don't as a kid you don't go out of your way and go, man, I'm gonna be a musician you just go this feels good and this is the only way i can talk like to m either myself or someone else or just to get feeling like just to get i to what's what i'm looking for to figure it out you know like my yeah. parents were divorced and nobody was you know it was a whole freaking crazy thing and just like yours you know yeah. like and it's, you had nobody else to talk to nobody wanted to, they were dealing with their own crap so you were just like i hate you mom I hate you, Dad. <laughs> All I want to do is smoke weed. Real, real bad. Real, real bad. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Bam. Hit song. Hit song. Done. Yeah, man. Um, it's one of the best. that You You hit the nail on the head when you just said, it feels good. It felt good. Yeah. Whenever I started playing music, it just felt good. And it was like, I need to do this now. Like, this is the only thing that's keeping me kind of going yeah um in a lot of ways and it was the first and it was the first for me healthy expression of pain that i'd had in my life and to this day it's probably one of like the only real healthy like i know how to talk as a person now yeah. to get feelings out but like as a kid you don't really think about that you don't you don't have an actual outlet no especially at that age like i mean that's kind of like your functioning development time you know like Six through, I mean, I mean, shit. You don't probably actually have a full-fledged, real, conscious thought. I mean, without it being emotional, until you're probably yeah. 25, 21, something like that. You know, like so. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, it's important. Uh, I always, I always feel like people. That's why it kind of makes me sad that s some music classes and 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 schools now the, these days aren't like really pushed on kids because it's it's like you know. Well, we're in the digital age. There's a yeah, there's and so kids weird, are good man. at it. Kids are really good at it. Um, the younger generation of musicians. But that's are, the beauty part about that. When, yeah, when you make that very, quote, you don't. They don't really <laughs> actually need an instrument. And that's the crazy yeah. thing for me. Like, yeah, they'll have a twenty-six key keyboard at their desk and they'll pound out beats and all kinds of stuff. And I mean, I don't mean to talk trash on it, because uh, sometimes it is frustrating that they do that. And and they make something, and then they make something really really catchy, and then I'm like, 
I mean, here I am practicing music my whole life, and you're just pounding out keys. And but it's it's another form. Electronic music for a lot of folks, it's just another form of like feeling and being able to just yeah. feel something out. And with that, and I've seen some of the most creative crap Dude. come out of that. And uh, yeah, secretly I'm jealous that I didn't spend more time. Well, that's the thing is you can do that electronic. now. I could. You know what I mean? So it's like that's. There's a and learning, you already have the knowledge yeah, of it. I have so. the musical knowledge. There's just the learning curve of all of the actual equal or EQing everything, getting yeah. correct kick sound, all that stuff, which I've dabbled in it, but I would never release anything. that. No, <laughs> I know I'll never release electronic music that I've created. I've released a couple of those like little snippets on Instagram and. I was like really, I was like really proud of them. Something like something, something came up on my feed, like producers, because you know the internet's the devil now. Oh, yeah. um, uh, but this kid would just like he'd recorded this sound of a door closing, and it's just like, ah, 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 ah. and he was like, here, watch me loop, and then he snip, snipped the video, right? Like it was edited to like last like one thirty. But man, that kid wrote a whole song, and probably in a banger, not like a. It was like, bah, 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 and it just got, 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 and I was like, wow, I need to go back to songwriting. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> I'm good at this thing. I'm going to just stick with it. But I, that's the beauty part about music, I think, and and the songwriting uh, composer aspect. It's because there's no, I've heard people say, like, you got to be technically this and technically that and be able to do this and before you ever get to there. And that just shows you that if you if you just feel it and you're good at feeling that then and you just yeah you can do it it doesn't matter yeah anyone yeah. can be a musician yeah apparently <laughs> what is your um your writing style or not writing style what did you start practicing like when you started pr- playing guitar did you like have specific artists and stuff that you liked that kind of shaped you because i know you're not the typical singer songwriter of like what i've probably had on this podcast so far you're more you're not just folk. You do a lot more. And you guys will hear this at the end of this because we're going to play Pretty Baby, his new single. And uh, it's very, very, it's up-tempo, jazzy, kind of funk, soul-inspired. Um, and I do that style myself. And so it's it's nice to, I want I wonder what kind of pushed you in that direction. What did you study? What do you like to play? Um, yeah, I think that it's, well, I mean, the beginning, you know, I've been. I feel like I've been through a lot of transitions as I've grown up and played music. You know, when I was sixteen, I played emo. Right. You know, when I was eighteen, I played hardcore music and I played metal guitar. You know, I listened to Necrophages and Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> like you know, and all and all the while still listening to like R and B, but in, in country and all those things. I I think the process now what what's made me go to that place. I think well, one, I got really bored playing C, G, and F. You know, like I think mm, yeah. after a while, I just, uh, and I think a lot of just the Oklahoma, I think I just stopped caring. I think that's what it really was. I stopped giving a shit about trying to be Red Dirt or trying to be an Oklahoma songwriter. And I just said, what do I like? And at that time, I was getting really into like getting back into rap, listening to Kendrick Lamar, you know, listening to to even uh, Drake and things, you know, Eminem, going back to Eminem and hearing those beats and Dr. Dre, and I think that had a lot to do with it because for me, rap is kind of like that builder. Like I just, there's so much respect to the to that production side, 
And then, you know, of course, I had friends that, that play, like, jazz and stuff like that around, and they were like, hey, man, listen to this guy. Listen to the, you know, these guys, uh, Coltrane, you know, things like that. Listen to this guy play sax, you know. And then I think after a while, I just kind of realized that. I think it just transitioned over time. I, I think I was just like, man, I don't care. I'm just going to yeah. do me, and if nobody likes it, they can all screw off and suck it, and I'm going to still be me, so. Does that answer the question? Did I? It does. Okay. <laughs> I think. I think. It's possible. I'm sure it's in there somewhere. Well, no, that's cool, though. Uh, like, I like that. I love playing. I, I started playing jazz because of that, because I got bored. Yeah. Like you said, like you can get into this place of, and every once in a while, I mean, not once in a while. I mean, there's a ton of different kinds of songwriters out there, even some of the folk guys that like, yeah, maybe that's just the way they us. finger pick through their stuff. Yeah, like they'll find these chord progressions, and I'm like, man, that's inspiring. That's beautiful, yeah. Yeah, like, like that's an amazing way to write a chord progression. But it's so easy to fall back on these easy chord progressions because, like, and, well, people just want a good rhythm and a good, you know, catchy melody. Yeah, and if yeah. I can do that, then that's then what's, I, that's all that matters. Right? That's all that matters if I can capture attention that way. But uh, actually, that m- reminds me. One of the things that I've always really liked about you is, uh, or are your melodies. Oh, thanks, like your man. vocal melodies. Um, Thank you. They just move really well. Whenever, and I kind of wondered because I ha- I'll tell you what I think here in a minute of how I go about writing, but I'm interested in how you do it. Like whenever you're thinking of, say you've written, you know, uh, part of this song and you're coming into the chorus and you're trying to figure out what you want to do with it, how you want it to kind of capture how do you want to hook people and that goes back to the rap stuff you're talking about yeah. because those guys they, they know that they catch on this perfect rhythm and then they just drive it and they go over and over and how they match the syllables with it i don't understand yeah it's all that rhythmic stuff yeah and it's really really impressive um i don't know i, I think i think it's just a lot of that just like listen like we talked about earlier about listening to to other people and like you know that's kind of how you start off um I mean, I, I think that just, I don't know, whatever comes to my mind. If I'm, like, moving from, like, you know, I'm getting really into these, like, jazz chords on acoustic, and I'm, but I'm also pulling back from playing acoustic live. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, I like the way they sit, so I'll just kind of mess around with that, and then I'll kind of have a progression that I'll play, and whatever my voice leads into where I'm in, ending that, that phrase is kind of where I, I'll kind of plant that next chord or plant that next melody. So I, I, if that makes, I just like as long as I, as long as it doesn't sound like crap to me, <laughs> I feel I feel like I'm doing okay, you know, because yeah. we're we're our worst critics, you know. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of where the feel comes in. One of the things yeah. that I've, and I know what people are saying when they say it, but um, whenever I'm coming into a chorus idea, I always try to think about syncopation. That's a, that's literally yeah. When, and that's what always brings me back to if you're not listening to rap, if you're not listening to songs in a, in a way to listen to the rhythm that gets repeated, which is what I'm talking about here. <clears throat> yeah. Um, listen to any chorus that you really, really like, and you'll notice that the rhythm kind of stays the same and it just drives in this weird way. Um, not in a weird way, but... Yeah, you don't uh, even notice it. You A lot of the great hits are like that. Yeah. Beatles do that all the time. Well, yeah, because one thing that always captures people's attention, people's attention is if you're if you're driving a, a standard 4-4 time signature, chunking through chords, and then you do um, uh, triplets, 
Yeah, and they're like, whoa. Um, in your rhythm, and if you do triplets to um, just uh, now, I'm a doofus. What is it? That captures people. Like, that's the syncopation, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, and that's the syncopation, repeating that rhythm and then doing, like, even having the same arc to your melody over and over again. That's what, I don't know, that's what pulls it in and then finding the correct words that really fit inside of that is a whole nother thing. Oh, yeah, that, and I've, that's why you have to just, like you said, like, I don't know, if it comes in my head and it doesn't feel like crap, then I use it. That's yeah. a, that's what it comes down to. You, It's it's one thing to try and like understand a lot of the technical aspects, but if you don't have the ear for it, it's something you can only get by trial and error. There's no amount. Yeah, you got to fail for a me, lot. I, yeah, there was no, oh, I read a book, so now I can write a no. chorus. <laughs> it, it's, it's only it, if it were that easy. Yeah. And that's, and one thing you guys have heard over and over again is if you're a songwriter and you're wondering how to get better or how to do things, sit down and write. That's literally all it is. <laughs> it's literally, yeah, yeah trial you, and error over gonna and over suck. and over. You're going to hate yourself for a long time, which is good, which is what you need. You need to hate yourself because those are where the good songs come out of, you know? Oh, uh, yeah. So I guess that's, yeah, that's it's a great way to put it. Syncopation, yeah. Right. So what is... A typical writing session for you? Um, for me, <clears throat> just depends. Like, I, if I have like an, uh, I could have a melody at home, uh, like at work. Sometimes, like I'm at work when I'm bored, I'll just kind of hum stuff. Or if I'm driving, is really good. Or if I'm listening to like this badass track, like if Anderson Pack, I love him. Um, or like listening to some old like jazz, I just. So whenever I I, I can go home and I'm like, okay, I got something because I'm trying to stay on point because I'm I can tell that I'm kind of <laughs> fleeting over here. Uh, it's okay <clears throat> to veer off, man. If you listen to my last podcast with Derek ever, like, were there alien conversations in that? Yet? No, no, that one. <laughs> well, we were both in the military, so we oh. like we got off on a twenty-five minute tangent about <laughs> like, the military. just stories and that's crazy. It was yeah. I but, had no idea. That's yeah. awesome, man. But it's fun. I mean, yeah, Derek's a pretty easy guy to talk to you too. Yeah, we had a good time, man. Uh. He's a, I've seen his new studio and it looks uh, pretty badass. I'm excited. Derek, we're talking about the same Derek, right? Wait, Derek Paul? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Derek yes. Paul from Norman. Yes. Down the street. Okay, <laughs> down, cool. Yeah, down the, I, I didn't like, know he lived down the street till like, no, till yeah, I didn't know that? Till I interviewed him. He was like, dude, I live like over by Norman North. I was like, what the? <laughs> wow, I had no idea. That's cool. I miss coming to Norman and seeing him play, man. Um, yeah. But, so yeah, back to, yeah, I, I guess it's, uh, I don't know, man. That sound like an e- without sounding like an idiot, because <laughs> okay. I do that often. Um, I could have a melody in my head, and I'll just pretty much spend. I'll find it, or it'll start. Like for example, "Pretty Baby." So when you guys hear that, it started off <clears throat> with a whole different song. Like what we just took from that song, we took the chorus, and then from there we were just we would just me, my bassist and drummer would just jam it out. And that's kind of how we do the full song. You know, like we'll end up just jamming that out and build it from there. And I usually just take something small or I'll take something big, but it's always ever changing. So I guess you just, yeah, whatever comes to mind. If I have an acoustic guitar, if I have a bass line that I want to, that I have an idea for, if there's a drum beat, I'll just set it up and just kind of go from there. Mm-hmm. And whatever comes out, um, as far as melody is concerned, that's one thing. But then the lyric side, that's where the part that I just really hate. Because that's where you get really nick, you know, like little pickies and 
And if you're not careful, you'll you'll fuck up your yeah your rhythm your rhythm and your too many syllables in that. So I guess it's how yeah like nice. everybody else you know yeah like I, it's it's pretty it's funny how I thought like when I started this deal I would have all my friends on and stuff and we talk about how we write songs and I was like I'm gonna have all these different ways to write songs and then it's like yeah I write in the truck yeah 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 I write when I'm working yeah. Yeah, I I uh I will jam out on a song with the band and then I'll take one aspect of an idea and be like, okay, that's what we're latching on to and yeah. that's how I'm going to create this song because I, I find that one line that I'm like, okay, that was better than all the rest and that inspires me. This little melody that I did that doesn't even have words. Uh I do cuz I do that a lot. Yeah, I'll you- I'll actually sing on a syllable and then I'll find words to fit that syllable because it just sounds, I'm like, that has power in my voice when I sing it that yep. way. Yeah, people that write lyrics first and do a melody later, it, those, I, I'm just like, wow. Like, that's, uh, I don't know how to do that. Cause, Man, it is fun. I've re- <clears throat> I, I do try to do, like, I've tried to write from every different angle I can. And uh, that's how I did probably the last song that I wrote, mm-hmm. Super Folky. Because if you're going to do that, if you're going to write your lyrics first, I feel like folk is the perfect, perfect format yeah. for that because yeah. it's more about the story. It's yeah. more about the how you, yeah, the message that's in it. And so that's why I, that's where I led it led me to that. Well, man, kudos to you because I've never had good luck at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you'll find this, uh, <coughs> and this is a neat little trick that if anybody out there wants to try this, um, write down some like take some lyrics that you you know are lyrics and you know you like. Just sing a melody to that. Make one up on the spot until you feel like you've found a sweet spot in your voice and you've found a sweet melody. And then sit down and bang out those notes yeah. on a keyboard. See, that and then, sounds so and then you can figure out what chords you're fitting those inside of. Because here's the neat little trick that my somebody in my band who uh Zach, shout out to you, who is he's hey, Zach. he's a fantastic, fantastic uh, music theory person. He uh, has like a master's from OU and teaches. Um, but he told me nine times out of ten, you're, the melody you're thinking of has been sung somewhere before. Whenever you're singing a melody, you're actually, you're hearing the chords as a musician. You're, you're, there are chords that are already there. Yeah. You're just not aware of it. Yeah. Because in that moment, you're recycling songs you've already oh, heard yeah. when you create that melody. And so like, that chord progression is there. You just have gotta you, you just gotta find it. Have you ever written a song and like been like, man, this is amazing. I, I wrote this like brand new song. Ugh. And then you then you re- later realize that it's someone else's song. Oh yeah. God. Those were I mean, I, I don't do it. <laughs> yeah. I don't do it anymore. Cause I the second I hear it, I throw that bitch away. Yeah, I get dude. so mad. I'm like, whatever, this is nothing. Like anyways. I just spent like four hours on this damn song from yeah. front to finish, you know. And now it's I, you know, it's I think one time I wrote a. Uh, this is boys to men. <laughs> no, even worse. Three doors down. No. It was a three doors down. I was like, if I could uh, be like. No, it was the. Uh, <laughs> Take me when I'm in. Oh na, yeah. Na, 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 na. And I was like, damn. But it was uh, under like I think it might have been a few steps lower, and then. I was singing a falsetto, and it was like these jazz was like. Take me when I'm here, and my girlfriend at the time was just like, uh. That's a song I've already heard. What, what is that? And I go, I don't know. Maybe it's a hit. <laughs> and she looks it up. It's like, no, it's three doors down. And I was like, fuck. It's I wrote over. a three doors down song. I quit. 
That's it. I'm done. Never touching guitar again. Oh, man. I love th- I mean, those moments suck, but. They're funny, right? They're funny. <laughs> Three doors down. I stole your song. Yeah. Stevie Wonder, you already did this? Yeah, man. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> something super fucking obvious. You're like, oh my God, I'm a genius. <laughs> no, man. You just ripped Stevie Wonder. <laughs> <laughs> it sucks so bad. It hurts. it hurts. Oh, man. Is there anything in particular you want to talk about today? Um, oh, as far as like uh, <clears throat> what I'm promoting right now? Uh, yes. Let's do that one first. And then we'll talk about another thing. (laughs) Edit later. Yes. I love that. So cool. Um, oh yeah. So, so Jose Hernandez is no more. Jose Hernandez is, um, isn't a band. It's going to be, it's so pretty baby is a song that Jay and the bishops wrote. And I'm, could you guess who Jay is? No, Jesus. Jesus. So Jesus is actually in the band. (laughs) He came back for us. He always is. He always is in my heart. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just kind of one of those, we're pretty much coming out as a band and uh, we're going to be kind of releasing small snippets of Pretty Baby. Um, you'll get to hear the full thing here, but uh, you don't get to download it right. or listen to it on Spotify till September 6th. Nice. Um, but yeah, so we're going to be releasing that pretty soon. Um, you can find us on Instagram at... Jay and the Bishops. Uh, pretty easy. It just says Jay and the Bishops on a little circle. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it. Like uh, We're going to be releasing a few more singles after this one, um, probably two or three more than back in the studio, and hopefully we'll generate enough buzz as, as, a, as a new band that we, people will actually come watch us now. You know? I mean, that's the goal. Right? I, I believe think, it. I, I think believe you can got, do it. People <laughs> got very confused, like, whoa, Jose Hernandez and the Black Magic Waters. Jose Hernandez, the Black Magic Waters only. Okay, so what is it? Now it's Shane the Bishop, so. <laughs> Sorry, folks. I can't stay still. I hate names, man. Dude, they're so dumb. That's the worst. Like, it can't, why can't it be like a company? Like, you don't yeah. hear, you don't you don't go Steve Jobs, like, well, I mean Apple. Steve Jobs and the Apples. <laughs> Steve Jobs and the Apples. You know, it's, it's just, just Apple. Apple. Like, give us a break. We don't even, I don't even like names. I hate naming songs. It's the worst. I had, I've had all kinds of people name my songs for me. I've had a nine-year-old little girl name one of my songs. That's before. a good idea. Just start asking people to, hey man, can you name this song for? Yeah, me? what do you think it is? And I'm just, she just told me the most memorable part, and she was like, "Sparks." That's I was beautiful. Like, Boom. Well, just start. You need, you need to. I need to start. You know, <laughs> polling some children and be like, hey, yeah. all right, what do you like this now? All right, this <laughs> song sucks. What about yep. this song? No, this is good. This one's it. Talking about dinosaurs. Children are pure. They are, man. They got they got no <clears throat> lies in them. No. It's beautiful. Um, no, is there anything like, if there was any piece of advice you would give to songwriters out there, not, I mean, experienced professionals on down to people that just have an interest in it and maybe aren't, that are trying to find better ways to write for themselves. I'm, I'd say like, don't be afraid to, to fail like we talked about earlier. You're going to, I mean, it's like anyone can be a musician. Anyone can be a songwriter. Everyone has a story. So don't be afraid to do that. Like it, that's if you want to do it, you know. Um, so just write whatever you feel. Whatever you want to say, it could be as, as simple as like, 
a love song or it could be as complex as, as about, you know, life and death and dying. And so, yeah, just don't be afraid. Just do it. Put, put, you know, you'll figure it out. You know what sounds good. You know, I think people normally do. That's why you have hits. Like people like, oh, I like that way that the way that rhythm is or the way this song feels like you'll figure it out. So I, I just say do it. That's as simple as it is. Don't be afraid. Oh, yeah. There's really, there's really no, you know, there's no form. There's a formula to write a song, but I mean, you you can do that. And that's the verse, chorus, verse, chorus, but how to like actually create something out of nothing that you just got to do. That's a human thing, I think, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, that's good advice. I need to, hell, even I need to embrace that a little more. Yeah. Don't think about it too much, you know? Just go out and yeah, just write something I'm afraid to write, write in a style that I haven't ever written in. Yeah. Like if you're. Experienced professionally, you should. You should try never something different. Yeah, you should never corner yourself. I, and that's one thing that I realized with the folk and country stuff is like, I'm, like pigeonholing myself right now. I'm, I'm, I'm staying. I'm, I'm, staying in one place and not changing, not getting better because I want to. I'm too comfortable, just like we've talked about, you know. And I feel like as as a musician, anything's available, man. Yeah. You guys could literally be your band could literally be playing. Uh, rap tomorrow. You guys are. You could just all of a sudden be like, "Man, I feel like rapping. I'm gonna throw down some 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 beats and I'm gonna see what happens." And I think that rhymed. Wow. Uh, hey, <laughs> you should write for a living, man. That'd be. <laughs> that'd be, that'd be great. Wow, <laughs> that's a dream that'll never happen. Oh, no, I'm just joking. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I don't think anyone should be afraid. Neither should you. Nice man. Um, actually, one more question that I had. Uh. One of the reasons I was excited to have you on is because of your experience with OK Sessions. I've I've mentioned them a little bit um, throughout this podcast series so far, and uh, but for a lot of the listeners, they don't know much about OK Sessions yet, and you're somebody that's worked pretty uh, in-depth with them. And yeah. so what's your experience been with uh, OK Sessions, and what are what are they all about? Um, man, I mean, the best way I could describe them, they're, they're, they're community builders, they're bridge builders. Um, They've done something with music on Oklahoma City that I haven't seen done in a long time. And, you know, it's uh it's Jason and and Christian. Those two guys pretty much run it. And they've they've made an effort to try to make live music as abundant to to people in you know, in Oklahoma, because I mean, not a lot of folks in Oklahoma really go to shows, surprisingly. Even though there's yeah. nothing to freaking do around here, yeah. Um, so they, they they do that. They build bridges. They they set up. They're really good at marketing and promoting these shows, and they just make it really fun for musicians to come out and play. And they always take care of you. Um, I feel like in the future they're gonna they're gonna become pretty pretty prominent in Oklahoma City. They are right now, which is crazy. It's only been like three years. I think in like a good five or ten, like. They're gonna be the the place, you know, the people to go to. Um, so I guess that's how I can describe it. Hopefully, I did a good job at that. Nice, so yeah, no. <laughs> Roommate, hell yeah. Roommate, buddy, money, player of music, player of music, land owner. <laughs> I rent will be on time. I promise. Beautiful. All right, man. Well, shoot, I don't really have anything else to ask you today, I don't think. I have something to ask you. What? Do you believe in aliens? I do. You oh. I kind of have to, I feel. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to get a little Joe Rogan experience. Like, <laughs> you can see the bubbles are. No, this is great, man. Thank you for having me. Um, this is awesome. This is a uh, super fun to talk about because it's like a philosophy part of life, but it's also what we do. And I hope that people listen to this uh, that are afraid to be afraid of like writing and 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 venturing out into music. I hope you like take it to heart and just do it, man. Hell yeah, life is fucking short. Hey, are you having a uh, any kind of release party or something for Jay and the Bishops at some <clears throat> point? We are gonna have hopefully a house show late September. We're still working on a date. Uh, hopefully, well, this sucks because whoever's listening to this won't ever actually find out. Just check up on Facebook. Yeah, you know, um, find Jay and the Bishops on Jay and the Bishops Facebook, Instagram, Instagram. Uh, even me, Jose Hernandez Music on Instagram. I'll be posting stuff. But yeah, we're gonna definitely do a house show. To raise money for a five song EP that we'll be doing soon and and that'll kind of be the release. We'll have merchandise available or and whatnot. So Hell yeah. Yeah. Well I appreciate you being on here, man. Thank it's you. Good sir. to see you. Good to see you too. It's been <laughs> through two years, three years. It probably has. Two years. Yeah. We're all getting old. Thank yeah. you for having me. Thanks, brother. Thank you guys for listening in and please be sure to check out Pretty Baby following this. And then follow Jay and the Bishops. Figure out what Jose is doing. See what he's up to. Go see this guy. He has got one of my favorite voices in Oklahoma. If you want to hear somebody that sings really well and applies it really well to his songwriting as well, then he is somebody to be looking out for. So you guys enjoy that. And thank you for joining us. See you next time.
so emotional Shout out to your mother, 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 mother